0: And you with Janine from Life is a Beach. And while I've been at Monomansi, I bumped into Maya van Damme and Manfred Suter. And I just found your story so fascinating. I mean, wildlife photographer, translator. So you have to tell me about your journey. How did, how did you find yourself retired and traveling the world? I mean, that's just amazing.
1: <laughs> that's a long planned story because we fell in love with Africa traveling a lot in Southern Africa and sometimes doing volunteer work in Southern Africa and in Kenya. And every time we traveled with rental cars, we said, we don't want to go home. It's too beautiful. And we would like to go on, but not with the rental car, with our own car. And then we started.
0: Oh my word. Mm -hmm. And what did you do before you decided to do this world traveling and support wildlife? And what were you, what were you doing beforehand? I know you're from Switzerland. So what is, what was the start of the journey? What did you do before you started this journey?
1: We worked, (laughs) both of us.
0: And what did you do for work?
1: I was a mother of three sons, I'm adults of course now, and I was a teacher and I was a consultant in community development and a traveler because I always worked a little bit and then had long holidays.
2: <laughs> of course, of course we'd have a long holiday. And then what did you do? I was a police officer. My goodness, from yes. police officer to, uh, until, to a photographer. March of this year. No way. Then I was early retired with 58, so we lost too many people too early. So it, we said if we can afford that, it, we want to go we will take wow we will dream Uh, we will uh, live our dream
0: and your dream was to be a photographer
2: no that's my hobby first so it starts always go a little bit more and more And so now, I'm not a professional, but...
0: I don't know. I looked at your photos. You're very close to being a a, a professional. Sorry. I have to beg to disagree. (laughs) Your photos are amazing. Thank you so much. They are just beautiful. (laughs) And you're a translator now of wildlife books into German. Yes. It's it's
1: not really wildlife books, but... Wildlife has an important role in the books of Tony Park. He's a bestseller author in Australia and here in South Africa and his novels are always about one issue of um, poaching a sort of can be shark fins can be pangolins can be wild dog issues whatever so. He writes for conservation, and it's very, very thrilling. And I loved his books for maybe 20 years.
0: My goodness.
1: And I always read them and listened and practiced my English, my understanding of yeah. English with that. And then I wanted to download one for Manfred in German, and I couldn't find any. So I just write, wrote him and said, why don't you have books in German? I would be interested... Mm-hmm. It in helping you to get
0: it across, yeah.
1: And so we started about a year ago, one and a half years ago. My
0: goodness. <laughs> Seems like you've been doing this forever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is forever. I spent a lot of time translating because in this dark, cold sometimes, yeah. even in, in South Africa, it was a good spending of time
0: and you were saying last night that you've done 20 trips to South Africa
1: more than 20, more than 20, think, 20. Yeah. we started
2: in 2009 with our first trip goodness me um, then sometimes once one in a year or the once in a year and sometimes more than once so the best time was four times in one year goodness me that must have been quite something
0: and you to photographer, to do photography, you do, and you raise money for conservation?
1: Now, yes. The story is that we volunteered with Wildlife Act five or six times in the parks here in KwaZulu-Natal, in Sululand, because they do the monitoring for key species, wild dogs, vultures, black rhinos and we volunteered before in other wildlife projects and social projects and here it was really like hands-on being on a safari at three o'clock in the morning because the wild dogs are hunting early in the morning when the sun rises only then they are active and wildlife act has the duty to monitor them twice a day when the wild dogs are active, so it was long days and it was very interesting, fascinating, colouring lions, colouring wild dogs. Um.
0: And how do you plan your trip? What is the plan behind the trip when you decide you're going to come out again? What's the plan? now? Well, from when you started, and you first started coming out, and you said, okay, I'm going to do four trips to South Africa this oh. year. What's the plan?
2: Just do- enjoy time. Yes, <laughs> we don't really have plans. for <laughs>
0: That's amazing.
2: We, don't, we know now when we have what we do the next, t- the next some days. But.
0: but do you know which of the animals are that you want to see and that you want to work with, or um, is it just a seasonal
1: thing? The Wallachat monitoring, volunteering is, they have their schedules. Okay. International volunteers coming and they, you can choose which project you would like to go to. Our last project was the Vulture project in the Drakensberg in Nanderberg. Because I translated Red Earth. Yeah which is about the vultures and the multi-medicine of the traditional people here. Everything very linked in stories.
0: And what's been your favorite experience that you can look back on over the last, I don't know, it looks like 12, 13 years? What's been your favorite memory that you have of your trip?
1: For me, it's sitting at the Zambezi River in a picnic spot yes. where you can um, sleep and it was just quiet quiet, quiet and beautiful and then in the morning we saw the tracks of the leopard <laughs> very close to our
0: car. Oh my goodness <laughs> and, and that was your favourite memory?
2: <laughs> I think it was in Kenya when we lived in a Maasai village so we have spent some time in that village. In the village, with yeah. Us, and also, when we went for a drive, the Maasai went with us. Oh, that must have been a really amazing experience. So, we um, had a really old land over what we rented, and that was. Goodness me. really fantastic.
0: And how long did, they, did you spend in the village?
2: Uh, Well, nearly one week week or ten ten days. Goodness me! I went with the the guys to look for the the trackers. No, for the cows.
0: Oh, Oh, really? The herdsmen to uh, to, to, to to collect
1: some water, (laughs) which was which was very impressive because we sat in a row on a water hole, which was not very clean obviously and they with a cup they took out the water for drinking wow. and they put their really big um Earn on their head yes and then we went home again i only had a little little and did well, it manage to stay on? like the kids, but it was not. Just I mean, that was very impressive.
0: I think I'm also always impressed when you see the hardship that they go through, and they don't complain. They sing and they smile, mm-hmm. and they—it's just the way their life is. And did you manage to get up uh, Kilimanjaro, or did no. you not?
1: No, we volunteered as well with. a... Uh, fish eagle research oh, my we counted fish eagles on all the lakes or on some of the lakes of Kenya which was also brilliant because we had no idea about birds at that time and it was like trigger to learn all about wildlife and birds
0: and you say you're going up to Uganda in January Yes. that must be quite exciting have you been there before? no, no. what are you hoping to see? Oh. Uh, Absolutely, I think those are just a, a key part of a visit to Uganda. And you know, they're also the source of the Nile. Mm -hmm. So Jijinja is is where the source of the Nile begins. So it could be quite an interesting visit for you as well, knowing that Mm -hmm. that's where the Nile starts. Because I can just imagine you guys are going to trek up the Nile just to see how far it goes. No, it's
2: it's a dream, I think. We will will see such a lot of new things, new birds.
1: And are you planning to
0: go home before, before then? Or are you going to stay here and go from here?
1: We don't have a home anymore.
0: Oh, is your home the world?
1: <laughs> our, our, our home it's is our busby, our, car. our, bush
0: thing, wherever you our are.
1: car, which has a cabine. It's a land cruiser with a cabine yes. and a rooftop tent. That's our home. And I we think we saw everything. it parked outside
0: earlier. Yes. yes.
1: And we sold everything in Switzerland, but now we... Next week we fly home. Today oh. in a week. Yes. For a month. And
0: to go and visit the kids.
1: To go visit the kids and the grandchild and to house sit the house. of oh,
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do something normal. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you
1: know, too long a normal
0: life so now. <sighs> And but I'm saying for that month you're going to do something just normal for the month and then you're coming yes. back to Africa? Yes. And then you're planning on driving up to
2: Uganda? No, we will drive to Mozambique and to Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. and come back to after uh, at, at the beginning of January. Yes. And then we will fly from Kloberg to,
0: to Uganda. Uganda. So that's the, that, that's, the, that's the latest plan. That's kind yes. of the most current
1: yeah. plan. And the most important plan of the p- no planning is we have time. It's amazing. We have seen all the, nearly all the, the animals of Africa, so we are not in a hurry to see everything in two weeks. Wow. And to drive up to, to Uganda in a short time because we have time.
0: That's amazing. And I'm surprised you're not driving. I would have thought you'd just say aeroplanes maybe. don't need them, let me let me drive. Maybe later. You'll change your mind? Yes. <laughs> nothing, nothing <laughs> well you happened. know, there's just been an Africa rally where they drove from um Hadaby Sport up through Zimbabwe, Malawi, uh Kenya and ended up in Kenya. Oh. Um spent they left on the twenty second of July and they um arrived in Kenya um a month later. I think it was They arrived in Kenya on the 22nd of July, but they took a month and they drove in convoy. You could apply to go with and you drove with them and next year they're going to do the same. So I hope to see you on next year because we're planning on driving with them. Um, they encourage classic cars and motorbikes and, um, it's just, and there was another lady that I interviewed called Julia Alba and Julia was 80 years old and her car wasn't much younger. She had a little, um, Toyota. And she took her Toyota to England from South Africa because she wanted to see the Queen for her 80th birthday. But the Queen was too busy to see her. So she came back to South Africa and was planning her second trip when she passed away. But what an amazing, amazing lady. I did an interview with her and she was just, I'll send you the interview. She was such a lovely lady. And she drove through Africa. Yeah, so you see, that's why I thought you would
1: drive. (laughs) We will drive to Uganda, but our way will be like... Absolutely, it's the many many many
0: roads along the way. That's the plan. Because you can't just go say, okay, we'll catch the Interstate 5 (laughs) and we'll drive them. There is no way you do that in Africa. In Africa, it's a way of just getting there and knowing that your end point is going to be there for now. Because when you get to Uganda, it could be something different.
1: Mm-hmm. And we you want know? to enjoy that work. Oh, I'm sure you every, can. Every, moment. Of and I bet day.
0: you have a book full of friends you've met along the way.
1: <laughs> it's, it's stunning how many people and how interesting people you meet. And we spent five weeks in, in a house in um, Ramsgate at the coast because we met people on the campsite in Mkuzi.
0: Oh, my word.
1: We were alone, the two of them, the two of us, and they came to say hello in Swiss Germany. And we didn't know each other. Good heavens. And after some glasses of wine, we told them we want to go to see the whales at the sea. And um, when the school holidays are, we don't want these crowds. So we go to the sea for a month. And they said, okay, we just leave for Switzerland for some month. You can go into our house.
0: That's amazing, so we well done.
2: Spent five weeks there.
0: That is just so awesome, well done. I think that is just quite amazing.
2: No, and it's also today I met a guy here, and he was in Uganda some, some months ago, Ooh. and he, he, told, he told about Uganda and the gorillas, and it's always great to meet people and to talk with them.
0: And just to share that adventure, because I think that's what you guys are so good at doing, is sharing your adventure, because people always think they're either too old or they they can't do it, or maybe next year, and I'm thinking, there's never a next year. Yes, With COVID, we learned there's never a next year. It has to be now, and something you want to do and you're passionate about, and you'll find a way. Yes. And I think you guys found a way.
1: And I think you... In such places you find people who are as passionate about wildlife as we are and here I have to to add the story about Wildlife Act and Tony Park and the books because my translation is I do it for free volunteering as well and when we sell them my benefit of each book goes to Wildlife Act and when we have talks and photo talks together that goes to Wildlife act All Now that is
0: truly heartwarming. And we thank you for that. Because I mean, I'm African and I appreciate that people overseas realize how much we appreciate our wildlife. And without the world, we can't do this either. Because we can't do it alone. So it's great to see other people appreciating wildlife the way you do.
1: Yes, and I think that's the point with Wildlife Act because they are doing, they are having ambassadors in all the world because all these international paying volunteers come here to help them and spread the world, the word in the whole world.
0: Absolutely.
1: And that's what for me makes this organization so special. I, I volunteered with different uh, organizations, but the concept of this organization is for me unique and they, they are award-winning. So I'm very proud to be... We were some of the first You're your volunteer. own
0: organization. I mean, you're your own wildlife conservation team. Yes. I mean, how awesome is that? <laughs> how many people can say that? <laughs> and if they want to support you or they want to invite you to stay, where do people get hold of you?
1: Um, we have a website, our car is called Bush Baby because (laughs) we we love Bush Babies and we here in Bonnermans we have lots of Bush Babies and so our website is called Like Our Car www.bushbaby.info
0: Oh that's awesome and your photography is on there as well isn't it?
1: (laughs) Yes it's also
2: www.manfredsuter.info
0: And your photography, I must commend you again. Your photography is amazing. I can't read your translations, unfortunately, because I don't understand German. But I'm very happy to see that somebody is trying to get our books to be read by others who don't speak English. So I must commend you on that. Well done.
1: Um, I hope I'm a sort of an ambassador with that too. Because all the African fans in the German-speaking parts... Um come here through the books it's amazing and hopefully afterwards in reality in reality absolutely bring you their love
0: and it was so nice to meet you and I'm really pleased that you came on camera with me and told your story. And I hope that you'll continually send me updates on wherever you are and snippets and audio and just keep the story going. Cause I mean, you have to do that. <laughs> I mean, there's no question about it. you are the most interesting couple I've met on this trip. Thank you so much. This is Maya van Dach and Manfred Suter and I'm Janine Preston from Life is a Beach.